It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. What it is, welcome to Tyrus and the Wiseman. Uh, and uh, this time we're rolling for real. We've had like seven false starts the last couple days, but uh, this, this is this is print. We're going to roll with this one. Um, I mean, I guess, obviously, I think everybody was uh, affected by uh, Briscoe's tragic death. Um, that really makes you like... You all the things that can happen. Life on the road is hard, and we forget how dangerous the road is. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, then we were we were talking about it yesterday. They put out a, a police report that it was it basically at at this point was just a simple accident. Um, an oncoming driver swerved into his lane, and they hit head on. And it wasn't any foul play. There wasn't any it's alcohol. Just an accident, at yeah. this point. It's just a simple fucking accident, and uh, they both died. You know, yeah. Uh, the driver of the other vehicle passed away as well too, and it's it almost with wrestling. We're always used to hearing like the bad, yeah, the bad died. tragic drugs, right. or dying, know, heartbroken in a hotel room. Yeah, right. And this was just a simple mistake, just accident, and. Yeah. And which makes it even harder sometimes. You yeah. know what I mean? You have you have nobody to blame. Yeah, and, and yeah, yeah, right. You know what? That's such a good point, man. Because you get so focused up and and being mad, it's like, and it's just it's one of those things where like it uh, it just kind of hits you in the chest a little bit. You're like, wait, what? Like, no, that didn't happen. And then uh, you know it did happen. And uh, he, I've I've met, I never got the chance to work with him in the ring, but uh, when I was, I had a f- funny. Tenzai and I were tagging in a house show, I think in Delaware, I think it was. Yeah, yes, it was Delaware. Yeah, yep. it was against you, right? Right? Was it you and yes, Cody? Yes, it was. And another the, one of our – Yeah, yes, the Briscoes were in the front row. They had brought their family uh, to the show. And I was on the apron, and I was like, oh, shit, it's the Briscoes. And they were like, oh, shit, it's Bro's Clay. And I looked at Tenzai like, man, we need to make this a triple threat. Like, this is – these guys are here. They're, like, they're great. I'm big fans of theirs. So we're, we're talking to them on the apron the entire time. Uh, we're starstruck and they're starstruck. It was pretty cool. But, uh, he was, they were just, just, I mean, they're just cool. They were just cool. And, and I don't think any, and I love the fact that they, they did it their way. And they're probably one of the most over, uh, guys in our sports who never really signed with anyone because he didn't want to, you know? And, uh, yeah. that, that's pretty cool. Well, it's not because they really didn't want to neither. Is they they had the heat on them from yeah. Jay's tweet, and uh, you know, amazing guy. But like, I don't know if y'all are aware of this. Did you hear that Warner wouldn't air? So AEW wanted to do a tribute for him on their television, and Warner wouldn't allow them to do it because of the past tweet. That's what I was seeing this morning. You just hate. And I was that. like, Bro, oh. I'm like, are you? Yeah, it's isn't so it an amazing. Fun. Yeah, well, we get too far. That's too we far. Defined, that, that, that's being defined by our mistakes. And isn't that like 
the quintessential, like what we try not to do, right? I, I, I feel unless, you know, you murdered somebody or committed some horrid, horrid, horrible felony, when you, when you pass away, all debts paid and, yeah. and, and you just reflect on the, on the tribute and the good thing, just a, a tweet. What, what is a tweet? It's nothing. A lot more it, than yeah, and it's just the people, the people that that focus on that stuff, man. I just yep. have absolutely no respect for. You can't get past a few words no. that somebody says. Your life is. You are that brittle. You're that frail. It, you know. I always think the people that that go hardest on somebody's tweet. That means they've got so many skeletons in their closet, and their virtue signaling. Obviously, they're covering up for other things, but. Um, look at him, look at him, look at him, not me, look at yeah, him. What's, I mean, what's really sad, too, is that times change now so quick, and I'm talking about the vernacular. The words we use, words have different meaning. I mean, look, we can't even keep up with it nowadays. So if something that someone tweeted 10 years ago, you know, means something different or could be interpreted, like, as something different, uh, because the rules have changed, like it's not okay to go back and then use that against right. someone, you know. Well, and and in if the context... you do again, what does it say about you? Like, <laughs> yeah, every, you know, it. We're, whatever happened to redemption? Everyone says something stupid. I think probably the the worst case of this was I think it was a hockey kid who, who just got was getting drafted, and when he was thirteen, he tweeted some dumb shit, and his draft status is affected now and he can't get drafted because when he was a 13 year old idiot, you know, a kid, he said some dumb stuff. You know, I just, I find that like, what, what good is that for anybody? You know, it's not, it's not at all. And that's the problem that with social media. I mean, social media is a real problem. It's like because... fake jail. You know, they don't, they yeah. want, they want all the, no, it, they want yeah. all the jail, real jails open and they want to ruin people and lock them up and cancel them and, and put pressure on them to make a living or whatever because they their feelings are so important. Like I, I've never like I, I use Twitter and social media to promote events and to promote my shows and stuff, but I just don't care enough to get into battles with people or and stuff when I see that, when I see stuff, when I see people who are like gunning for you, trying to get you to react so they can take a snapshot of your tweet and say, look what he said to me, yeah. you know, like that's, that's your day. That's what you build off on. And it's just, I, I really wish I didn't even hear that. Like, look, that just makes me like, that's just so stupid. This, this man, he's gone. His family is struggling and, and they have to deal with that. And there are other people in the accident who are, who are having their own issues and trying to get through things and, and you're not going to tribute somebody because of that. I mean, I guess that's their choice. Um, you know, but it didn't What's stop it? the wrestlers. A, a lot of guys paid tribute in the ring. A lot of guys wore bands. Uh, Eddie Kingston the held up a sign. Uh, NXT. Yeah. I mean, across the world, What's like it? it doesn't matter where you work. It's a brotherhood, whether you like it or not. And when one of us yeah. goes down, we all, we all need to pay respects. It doesn't matter if you like him or not, or didn't know him. It's just. But the thing is, he was a good dude, bro. That's what I'm he saying. Was a like, great ideal. He was the ideal man of America, bro. He made. I said this yesterday. He was making really good money at Ring Honor, six figures, making good money, right? And still going to work on his landscaping business Monday through Friday and his chicken farm. Him and his brother both. They were working full time job businesses and employing others 
you know, when they didn't have to. So, he, you know, he, he was on his way home from a cheerleading competition that he took his daughters to. He was so involved mm. with his kids and other kids in his community. It, it, it's, but you don't see none of that, bro. And it, that's what makes me so frustrated because he was such a good person. You know, and then that's the thing about good people. They don't broadcast what they do. They don't, exactly. they, don't, they don't give a meal of food to a homeless guy and videotape it. They just do it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They don't Absolutely. every time they do something in their community, they don't take a selfie and post doing this today because right. they're only doing it for attention and for those are the worst kind of people. So yeah, you don't know all the good things he's doing because he's in the moment and he's a real person. And people around him, anyone who spent any time in the locker room with him, I mean, he was just a good dude, positive dude. If a young guy came up and asked questions, man, he listened. I, don't, I mean, and they go out there and just kill it. Uh, the Crockett Cup was the last time. Uh, it was amazing. Yeah, I, I saw them, and, and they were in our, they were in the NWA locker room. And I don't think there was one guy who was saying, "We got to, Billy, you got to keep these guys. You got to bring them back. You got to bring them back." You know, uh, everybody wanted to work them. Uh, they're just they were, and it's just to Luke's point, man. They didn't broadcast what they do because they're real people. You know, I can't, I absolutely raise my eyebrow every time someone posts something solid they did today. And I'm like, why do you need to tell us? It's, it's not, a, right. like, you know, like, why does that, why does everyone need to know what you did today? Yeah. And, and it's because we're living in a generation where a lot of people are starting to believe because of social media that if they don't post it, it didn't happen. You know what I mean? And, yeah, that's and, a good and, point, and it's Kevin. Really, it's really bad. You know, it's it's a really it, – it can become an addiction to do things like that. And it and it's uh, – like I said, I mean, we, we kind of this, – this subject comes up a lot where it's just like it's it's altering – it's just – it's altering too much of, of who and what we are. You know, we all what? should be focused more about what? what's going on in the moment. I, I agree with you. Also, Am I the only one that got to work with him? Like, in the I way? Like, with him. Yeah, yeah, I I, I, yeah. I know I mean, Luke worked with him. Okay, all right. <laughs> Luke like, has yeah. worked. There's if you I don't if you have not worked Luke, you've not Luke wrestled. Worked everybody. Yeah. yeah, I haven't worked Luke. <laughs> uh, he is easily hands down top five guys I've been in the ring with too. Like storytelling, athleticism, poise, grace, presence, timing, all of that. So. I don't know. I don't know if he ever got that due because he was always in the tag team. And the tag team was so proficient, so well done. But as a, as a solo act, as himself, he was unbelievable. Well, the other point you're talking about with the tag team we brought up as well is like Mark. Mark not only lost his brother, but now lost his tag team partner, the guy that he's made his name in this business with. He has a business partner. Yeah. yeah, I can't imagine. Best friend. I mean, yeah, he's lost it all in one shot to a certain extent. And Mark, especially. Yeah, Jay and Mark, but Mark, especially, like, there's a, a warmth to them. And then pre match, Mark would always gather up everybody for a prayer, which really turned out to be inspiring. And he's, you know, praying before the match, blessing everybody. And I'm like, this feels great, and this is a awesome promo. This promo rules. But at the same time, just like plus, plus really he has to, for me. plus he has to pray for you because he knows yeah. he's about to whoop your ass. That's <laughs> <true>. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, because they bring it. They they go hundred fifty percent 
every match, all the time, 24-7. It's like, it don't matter if they hurt, if they sick, they are bringing it. Guys that you want in this business, guys that you want to watch wrestle, guys that you I, want to watch succeed. True story. I went to Mexico for uh, CMLL, me and Jay, for the uh, the cup down at a big tournament, right? And um, Jay had a slice across his back that looked like Saget from Street Fighter a slice across his chest, and it was all stapled up, and he wrestled for like two weeks with with his back stapled up. The whole time, like all the way across, I'm talking. I'm talking about like at least fourteen inches about the cut, like wow. way across the back, stapled, stapled together, and he wrestled the whole the whole tour like that. But that's how it was back in the day, though, right, boys? Like you had to. It didn't matter if you were hurt, cut, as long as you could get to the ring and perform. Like you had yeah, to do because, it. There was no time off. You're right, but the thing is, Trev, too, like when we know this, how the person you were in the ring with, it was understood, even if you didn't like each other, they would be there for you to cover. Like, let's take my retirement match, for example. Oh, God. <laughs> let's, no, let's take it. Yeah, Come let's on. take it. Yeah, wow. Let's take it and mail it back to Sender. But, no, but, but I didn't know like, you were like, tired. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, no, no, like, those, those are the guys, like, like I said, in, in, in getting back to that. Um, but yeah, like the the Briscoes, just everywhere they went. I mean, it's almost like, and, and I don't know if I'm gonna go too far, but like how Brody back in the day, he was always his own attraction, and he was so good that he was able to go to different promotions, do his thing. And I I always kind of thought the Briscoes were like that, like wherever they were, they were like that, they were they like were that. that attraction, and uh, and that was just yeah. It's uh, I, it's just sad because it's, it it feels in the same vein of of Shad, where it's just completely out of nowhere and, and, and senseless. Yeah, that's a good that's a good um, comparison. You know, yesterday when we had the, the the lost episode, when everyone was talking and sharing their stories, and it was very faith based, very spiritual based, and it was we, very we heartwarming. That episode, like I couldn't talk because I was just feeling everything everybody was saying. And that's kind of how I deal with tragedy and death, especially as somebody that I have a great deal of respect for. Like, I sit in solitude and think about it. So yesterday, when everyone was talking and sharing those stories, especially what Trevor shared, it was very uh, heartwarming and opening and needed. What I've noticed about this, and it's like with text groups, with us, with anybody you're in the business with, and these, you know, these little sections you have, everybody's checking on everybody. Yeah. Reminding them, you know, hey, dude, I love you. Oh geez, love you too, buddy. Really? You know, it's just a lot of like intersparse. How's everyone doing today? You know, we're all upset. You know, but like just the amount of b- brotherhood that this has brought upon us, still like something to not be forgotten. You're listening to the Three Wise Men, and we'll be right back after this. Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz Podcast. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Subscribe now on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. Well, and I think at one time, you see, we all, all of us that are on this podcast right now had to deal with something tragic by themselves and had to figure it out by themselves. And the fact that we now have men not only men that we we care about but men that are in the wrestling business we can open up and be honest with each other and uh, get 
realize that we're all going through the same shit. Just sometimes it's got a different facelift on it. Same shit, different face. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, is, you're right. Yeah. That is a t-shirt. 1000%. I'm not wearing it, but it is a t-shirt. <laughs> but you know, it's, you know, because, you know, uh, the, you know, Kevin Nash, who's, who's going through what he's going through, you know, Jesus, and, you know. uh, I'm, I'm checking on him all the time, just random, just, Hey, you know, because you just, there we're, we're surrounded by thousands of people. Millions of people have seen us all perform, you know, one time or another or whatever, but you're really alone out there. And you're even more alone sometimes when you're not in the ring. And when yeah. things happen, uh, it's like you don't always deal with it. Sometimes being that turned up character can be the worst thing for you because you're supposed to be able to, you know, wrestler, you got the show goes on, you know, you got to keep going. And sometimes right. you, you gotta, you gotta have someone to say, no, you need to stop. And you need to like you need to deal with this because we're like next town, brother. Next thing we get, we all work. Everyone on this on this panel has at least two jobs. Nobody well, except you know Aaron, but because uh, he's still living hey, off his cameo. trust fund. Uh, that, I'm on cameo. I'm on cameo. That okay. I have five jobs. Yeah. None of them make me money though. Yeah. Well, you know, and uh, that's right, baby. But uh, you know, we just sometimes it's just a voice that comes you know, it, when. With us, because everything's on the surface, you know, we're always working, you know, and uh, right. and there's always that thing. Hey, how are you doing? I'm all right. And I forget the name of the guy who does those on Instagram, man. But, you know, yeah, I'm all right. You know, and that's just and that's just what men do. You know, we just we, we got to handle we got to deal with it. And losing somebody, you know, losing losing a child, uh, man, you know, you just you can't you. You ne- you're never going to be the same. You just never. You, you're never going to be the same. You know, and there's, yeah. and I think that's the, that's the, that's the tough part is because I, I think sometimes when people see you on TV, they, they just expect you to be able to handle everything. And sometimes you just can't, you know? I see Kevin made a comment. Um, I used to walk into my house with three. And now I walk in knowing only two's there. And I was like, oh, God damn. Like, that's, oh, <laughs> I can't. Ty, Tyrus, you got kids. I, I, you know, I got kids. Um, I couldn't imagine my numbers going down. My, our numbers are supposed to go down when we're out of the equation. Parents are, you know, never should bury children. So I, I can't. Whew, you know, and I can't imagine. He's one of my favorite people. You know, and uh, when you and then you and maybe because sometimes it's like you feel like you're being soft by checking on somebody. Does anyone ever feel that way? Like you sense, don't want to yeah, bring it up. You know, you don't want to bring it up. You know, I you don't, don't want to bother somebody. Yeah. So some people, you know, some, some people you, you just like if I'm not that close to you. I don't. I mean, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. Some people you you'll say anything to, and others I'm like, who I don't want to bring up your situation. Yeah. I I'll be honest with you, fellas. Just with what like I dealt with with Lance. Like sometimes those phone calls can change a motherfucking day because there are no. times, man, when I just 
like when I was going through Lance's shit, like it would have been nice just to have one of the boys be like, hey, you, you doing okay? But because I was out of that picture, because I was out of that bubble, because you guys know how WWE is. Like the, yeah. the wheel don't stop. The wheel right. don't stop for nobody. No, the bus keeps going. Right. And all my friends and everybody that was connected to that situation was on the road. So, it, you know, just to hear somebody calling, hey, are you doing okay today? And I think that's why we all do it to each other now is because we, you know, it, everybody needs to, to hear that. Hey, you doing okay? You know, everybody. It doesn't matter how tough you are. No, and I, and I don't, I think that's one of the hardest things for me just being real is checking on people. Like I'm, I'm have, have been such a nomad my whole life. It's like, if it's in front of me, it's like, you know, the, that, that sometimes that saying is like, oh man, I ain't talked to my boy in 10 years. But when I talk to a man, it's like, I just saw him yesterday. I feel like sometimes that's an excuse. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, like, and I, I, I've, it was like a point of pride for a while that I, I just, I never had roots. You know what I'm saying? And when you don't have roots, sometimes it's hard to connect. Or when something bad happens, I don't want to deal with it. So I'm just going to just keep going and just assume everyone else is on the same plan. You know, and then you get into your own shit when you're like, somebody's struggling. You're like, well, you just got to toughen up, you know? Because we get that oh, yeah. you know, being a, being a, not just being in this sport, but just being alpha males at all it's like you're not really allowed to be weak you know like you if you come home and you're crying and because you lost somebody or one of your friends has a bad hard time look at the reaction you would typically get from your from your spouse or somebody else like they no one ever everyone's kind of like huh like what do they do you know and that that's difficult sometimes because the the one who needs to be checked on is his brother because think about what he's going through yeah, like they completed each other's yeah. sentences. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> so his whole world, they, you they know, were twins. They were, that's even closer. You're not just brothers, right? They were twins, right? Yeah, right. yeah. That's you can't get any tighter with somebody than that. No. the same. You know what I mean? So, so you know, we just have to. When tragedies happen, I think it's it's a good sign now that every one of us is doing a homie check, you know? Yeah. And I guess, 100%. and that's, that's cool. And you don't, and you know, for people listening out there, you don't have to be in wrestling to do the homie check, do the friend check fellas. Women do it all the time. They'll call each other every day and they'll be like, Oh, you have to understand this morning. I was feeling I had coffee, but the maker didn't work. And I was so distraught. And they'll be like, Oh, you tell, and they'll sit there and I'll sit there and look at them like, what in the blue fuck are you talking about? Why would you care? You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what, you know? And um, I was thinking about last night because I have been planning on calling Rob, our, our trainer at Hard Knock South, who I have been uh, friends with and proud to be friends with since 2010. When the yeah. first thing he said to me was, how are you going to fit in my gym? <laughs> that's the first thing he said he was like well played no that he looked me over uh and rob and rob looked me up and down and i was like a, i was 489 i think yeah 89 I wasn't 90 that's a fat fuck i was 489 i was i was in my frame still barely and uh he looked he looked me up and down and he was like what are you gonna do like, what's your plan? And he was talking to me like he had just eat, ate an onion. You know what I'm saying? Like, his face was just like, 
this is no, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> and, and I just said, uh, I'm going to lose some weight and uh, work out hard. And he was like, uh, okay, I guess we'll try it. <laughs> we'll see. You know, you know, and, what he, you know what Rob said to me on the first incursion, because here comes John Cena's personal coach. Yeah. Dude's Jack. Dude looks like, you know, the boot camp guy. He looks me over. And this was about the same time. And he goes, Hey, you look pretty good. And in my mind, I'm like, Of course I do. I'm, I'm, I'm ripped. Yes. I'm good. And, then, and then he goes, But your back sucks. And I went, Oh. <laughs> he just cut a body guy. Yeah. A body guy. But then year, years later, years later, I trained that back. And I, under his uh, tutelage, I won a powerlifting contest with a deadlift. Yeah, we're back. So you know, you know, you and, know go ahead. Sorry. No, it was what like four months later. He comes down to have a meeting, and he said the 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 hardest working guys in the gym were Brodus and Tavita, and it went from "ill, please don't stand next to me" to "this is my guy," you know, and yeah. and there's a bond there. And uh, we talked for probably an hour and a half last night, and just shooting the shit and I'm like why do I wait so long to talk to the people that I care about and I'm thinking it's you know and I don't want to take any of this away this isn't about me but I feel like we're all kind of and and Luke I feel like you and I are like damn near the same with this where we're so busy trying to get somewhere that we don't normally ever look back you know what I'm saying we take care of what's in front of us and we got so much going on we got to make sure our kids are straight and our family's straight and that five minutes on the phone just to check on somebody He's like, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll, you know, or you know, they'll understand because you know we're, we're hustling. We're trying to do what we got to do. Yeah, it's tough, man. It is, it get, and it gets it just. Hey, it doesn't get easier. And no. I thought it would be easier as we get older. And then sometimes you think, you really think. At least I did. Maybe I'm foolish for thinking this. I thought the the bigger I got popularity wise, the kind of easier it would be for me. Like I wouldn't have to work as hard on so much. But that wasn't true. No. It was like you, more work comes in. Thankfully, more work comes in. But it, it, it spreads you so thin that I, I tell everybody all the time, I just constantly piss everybody off because I can't give one person the attention, the proper attention they need. Because I'm just trying to do so much as, you know, between your, your children, uh, any family members, friends, your girl, work. Uh, you know, like, and we have friends in every field. You got to think. Tyrus, look at you. You're going to have people at the news station. you got people from wrestling, uh, you know, people from film. Uh, every, anything you do, you meet people. And we're, we're, everybody here is doing multiple things. So how do you balance that properly? Yeah, that's the hustle. I mean, that's the, that's the thing to try to figure out. And, and then the worst part is, is then when you – don't have anything going on. You're too, you got too much pride to tell, like to, when you do, you're like, Hey, what's going on? Oh man, I'm between gigs right now trying to figure, you don't want to tell that story. Right. You know, so it's all, I'm all right. I'm good. You know? And it's just. Well, cause you feel like if you're not doing something, you're failing. Yeah. And that's not the case. You're just transitioning to your next, your next thing. Your next yeah, because gimmick. we're all dumbasses that picked entertainment and sports. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> silly, silly I, idea. Me. Yeah, I was, just, like talking, <clears throat> I was just talking to Brady Pierce. Oh, go ahead, Luke. Sorry. 
I was say I was talking to Brady Pierce about this yesterday. I said the same thing. I said we chose entertainment, and the unfortunate thing with entertainment is you never know. There's no like direct path that you can follow to success. It's just work hard and look for opportunities and try and earn opportunities and hope you get them. Whereas if you work a Monday through Friday nine to five job, you know you're secure every week. The job you don't know how good or bad the jobs are going to be. But you're going to work every day for sure. You know you got a check coming in. With us, we're constantly busy hustling, trying to find gigs. And if we're not doing that, we're not working. And that's the thing with entertainment. You know, it, it's it it sucks in that aspect because you never know. And you're one tweet away from it being gone. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. Yeah, which is yeah. unbelievable. You know, it just blows my mind sometimes. That's why you just don't you just don't say. Shit. No. Just block yeah. them. I mean, that's, that's the way. And, and, and to me, what we were talking about, like the, the hardest thing for me was the transition specifically from the WWE schedule to really any other schedule because it's such a weird thing where you are, you, you know, from the time you get up in the morning, <clears throat> even at your own house, you are on a schedule because you have to be at the airport at a certain time. And then you get home and then, and we know this, right? Like the day and a half, maybe you're home, if you're lucky, you pay bills, like, do your chore and then do laundry and then you fly out again. So like the, like the transition when I was trying to make it in film and I walked away from wrestling completely that just that time, like staring at the walls. Like I didn't know how to deal with that. That that's right. what Yeah. A trailer you will drive from, you insane. You, you go from massive structure, uh, Aaron to none. Yeah. You know what I mean? When that happens. And I think we, we all kind of go through that. I know I did. It went massive structure to, Oh my God, you know, what, what do I do now? What, what do you do now? And, and WWE is, is kind of, it's a blessing in a way where they, they do that. They have structure like that, but when you, when you're out of it, there, there is, there's, there's, but there's also that paranoia that when they future endeavor you and you, every time you came into raw or SmackDown or a house show or whatever, and you walked up and you saw your name wasn't on that piece of paper for that night, you're automatically go straight into paranoia. Like I'm not fucking booked. Well, I'm not getting, I'm getting, I'm, and if you're over your deal, I'm not getting fucking paid today. So why am I not getting booked? What I, what the fuck I do? Okay. Three weeks in a row, I'm not booked. So now what I'm going to do. And then when you finally let go, now you're definitely not booked. And now all that paranoia of what you're going to do next is there and there's no following week. And that sometimes leads to like really bad decisions. Because you're like yeah. just hustling, trying to do anything, you know, and, and and then the people around you pay for it because now your frustration can't be out, taken out with the other boys who are going through the same shit. You can't sit around your little circle in the locker room and talk shit about the writers. Now you got to talk to your girl about that shit. And the last thing you want to talk to them about is not knowing what the hell you're going to do, you know, because you're yeah. – and, and, yeah. and that's the thing is like – when you're around, when you're around everyone else, and we're stuck in shit together, it's it's a little easier, because like oh, I'm not booked, or man, I just, I didn't get that audition. And like, oh, you tried out for that one too? I didn't get that shit either, man. Fuck them guys. You know, it's like you like you revel in, oh, we didn't get it. But when you don't get it, and they're like, are we gonna be able to pay the light bill next week? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? <laughs> you know? Yeah. You, you can't leave the town. The realization, the realization didn't hit me until my first show after WWE. Because I still had a decent, you know, I still had money in the bank. I was like, oh, this freedom, finally. 
But then when I went and did my first independent, and I was my locker room was the same bathroom as the bowling alley that I was wrestling at. I was <sighs> like, "Oh man, this ain't good." <laughs> you know this. Yeah, yeah. That's where the realization really like smacked me in the face. I was like, "Oh Jesus Christ, I'm." I'm yeah, I was. I had out earned my deal, so I hadn't got paid in like four months because I wasn't getting booked, and still had to travel to sit at Raw. And, Did you get anything at the ninety days? Oh yeah, they, yeah, that, 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 yeah. Okay. The one thing I love about WWE, you get your ninety days. I remember going to Michael Hayes and going, "Bro, my lights about to get cut off. I don't care what I have. Can, I, can you please put me on a house show?" And he was like. I can, you can work. I can get you a colleague. Uh-huh. I can get you. And uh, Michael Hayes was always good to me. Like I love Michael Hayes, but uh, and he knew. And I had so much heat. Even him sticking his neck up, he was going to get heat. But he got me some matches with Kali uh, uh, on some house shows. And that money literally kept me from being out. I was literally going to be a signed WWE superstar, evicted because. And, and here's it. And that's crazy, yeah, that's, but that's what happens. And and why like why he like what do you mean you had heat? I mean that's the other thing that used to drive me nuts. It's like oh you, you I'm being slowed down for heat, but what it like I I, I know you tire, so you great great guy like oh I, mean, I, oh, like, I was not a great guy. But just, like I know. I will be the first one to tell you <laughs> if if they looked at me I glared back. I'm like yeah. I was it was lovely. Yeah, I was I, like, I, was, I, I knew, I was like, I blamed the, the I was like, f- the writers. Uh, I yep. didn't like, uh, every time, like, you know, when I, I didn't want to talk to Triple H, because I was like, I'm not going up to him and asking him to be booked. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. and I would yeah. see the other guys do that, and I'm like, I'm not doing that shit. And you know what? Maybe I should have, because maybe it was coming off to where I thought I was too good. Like, you know, in Tenzai, who has all this knowledge. And it's been through everything, and I wasn't hearing shit he had to say. I was just always like, they're fucking me. They're fucking us. Like, this is bullshit, you know? <laughs> and Tenzai's like trying to talk to me, and I'm just like not hearing the shit. I'm like, this is garbage, you know? Like, and we're not getting booked. And they, they took my WrestleMania match away. Like, this is fuck. Like, that's oh, who I was. Right. Like, I <laughs> yeah. was lock, stock, and barrel bitter. Like, it's easy to get like that because you're bitter. You know, and I look back on it, and it, who who was the one doing it? Me. wasn't like Triple H was going home going, how are we going to fuck Brodus to next week? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, forget everything we got going on. Like, hey, hun, pass the potatoes, and uh, how are we going to get Brodus? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, right, you right. know what I mean? But, yeah, like, that's your – you walk really in to that guy. You walk into yeah. the, to the building, and you think all these writers and stuff are literally walking around going, like, we got to f- – this guy today how are we gonna do it like that's <laughs> <laughs> hey, they, didn't, they didn't help themselves by being so cocky at times either hold it right there we'll be back in a jiffy that's you know what the kiss of death song. was me was was they were me and Tenzai were tagging and uh, they wanted big show to come out and knock us out right mm-hmm. me and Tenzai were having a match this is before we were tag partners he comes out and he was trying to mess with me he punches Tenzai first and then punches me. And I was like, so Tenzai wins. And they're like, what? Because he hit him first. I'm, he's disqualified. I'm disqualified. And then they said to fire up and charge it at show, and show's going to punch you. 
I said, just run at him and get punched. <laughs> and I looked around and I was like, have you ever been in a fight? Why in the blue f- would I just run at someone and get punched? Can I yeah. pretend like I was swinging or something? Like, no, just fire up and charge at him like a dumbass. <laughs> 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 and I remember that's what I said. And then Scott Armstrong was trying to help me, grab me by my wrist. It was like, like, no. And I was like, sure, I'll just yell as loud as I can and charge at him and get knocked out. Like, you every... get him ready for Floyd, Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, right. get prepped for Floyd yeah. Mayweather. You know, and I had to catch that little guy. Yeah. Midget. And uh, wow. I just remember that. And I just was like, so pissed off all the time. And, uh, you know, I don't... Do you remember the stagehand, the stagehand incident when we were walking to the building when you were so mad? <laughs> and, like, like, all right, so, we, again, this was, like, somewhere it was New Jersey or something, and it was a house show, and it was me, you, and Santino, and, like, you were just upset. Like, like something happened with the restaurant or whatever, but, like, it was, it was a couple things on top of each other. And you walked in, and you just completely, like, cussed out the stagehands. You're like, oh yeah, these they're gonna probably get a better spot in the show tonight. And uh, that's I was horrible. Like, and I go, well, Brodus, they don't work here. He goes, huh, at least they're union. <laughs> well, because I didn't get paid. <laughs> yeah, that's that was like that was it. I I I really really appreciated that little rant. That was, that was a lot. Oh, I asked him no. I I was asking if they had any work. Like, is yeah, there any yeah, work yeah. on Ring Crew? Like. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm fuck. I need. I need to do something tonight, you know. And I was asking him, and I was like, "Where's the draw? Where's Mister White when you need him?" Like I just was in a bad. Like I said, but that to my point just goes like when you're miserable, you you think it's everybody else when it's really you. You know what I'm saying? And that's 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 tough. And that's where friends like while Aaron is like being popped by it, but a friend would have. And I'm not doubt. Aaron, you had your own. You handled your paranoia way different than I did. Unfortunately, yes. yours was at the bottom of you know, you numbed yourself to it. I did a hundred percent. And I, I like I didn't I didn't say to you, give me that bottle, stop doing that shit. And like yep. you didn't say to me, hey man, talking shit and making sideways comments to the writers and the agents and stuff is a bad idea. Stop that shit, man. You know, because we don't misery loves company. You know what I'm saying? So we all just kind of get in that 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 vibe yeah. and and now well, with like wisdom and stuff with? with wisdom and stuff it's like now when when things happen because i'm still i'm in entertainment in this cutthroat business that we're in mm-hmm. and now when i get like that i'm able to pull myself out of it like why am i getting upset over this like what like stop man like don't be your worst enemy don't ever <laughs> let them know you're upset don't so what let you're them telling know. me is that you're a man and you grew Yes. From your experiences. Yeah. I would oh. stop being an angry little kid all the time when things didn't go my way, looking to blame everybody. And now I just was like, hey, when stuff doesn't get go my way, I try to look at what I did. And it's a lot easier to fix and you sleep better. Accountability. Tyrus, when you, oh, sorry. Accountability. Something, no, yeah. accountability. It just it, it cleanses the soul. You know what I mean? Yeah. It makes you things, sleep a lot better things. and you have way less enemies. Yeah. Way and, less um, enemies. Not to mention you give a shit less about other people's problems. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's an opinion and a job. Yep. And when you said uh, at the end of the day, don't let them know you're upset, I am, I'm at a point, I'm trying to take it a step further, where I'm trying not to even get upset. Like, I'm not going to 
give anyone the energy like that I could be using elsewhere in life to try to yeah, get to where I want to go. That's exactly right. And, that's ex- and it's hard because yeah, it is because you're passionate and when you care about what you do, it's hard sometimes to be like, hey, you know. And that's the one thing I've noticed uh, reconnecting with Kevin is Kevin used to always be paranoid. Like if you said if you said hey to Kevin softly, he'd be like, huh, what? Like he would jump. Yeah, that's 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 true. Like yeah. what what I do? What what uh, I'm sorry I fell yeah. at the rumble. Like no man, it's just me. Just saying what's <laughs> right. up. Right. <laughs> yeah, well things too. Yeah. You know what I struggled with is not being able to let go of the past, right? Yeah, I think, and I'm really glad you you just brought that up, Tyrus, because I did I did struggle with that. If I if I made a mistake, you know, and, and this kind of this is a pattern of thought that I've carried kind of my whole life. And I don't know if there's other people out there that are similar. Like, my, you know, if I made a mistake, it, it, I would carry it in my heart and in my mind for a year. And, and, and I think probably what was happening around WWE is people were seeing that. It was just like, you know, come on, Kev, like. You made a mistake, let it go. Uh, but but it was hard for me. Uh, it, it was hard for me to, to do that. You know, you you fall out of the rumble, or you you know you whatever. Your arm drag isn't as clean as it should be, and it's just you know. Then then I would I would walk around with that for days. Or, or and go people and who are competing and, against yeah. you see yeah. it, and see the sharks it, come out. And a hundred percent, bro. Yep. So yeah, no, that's uh, I, you know, I, I certainly I hope I've grown in that way, right? You know, the past is the past, and and you got to let it. Well, go you have to because on, you've been doing this show, and as much future. as we fuck with you on this show, like you, <laughs> you know, the, I, I keep showing up. Right? Yeah, you know, because the old Kevin would have sent me a sixteen-page text, one long text, <laughs> apologizing profusely for making me have the illusion that he was trying to steal the show. You know, like I, I would never me. imagine it. You know, like. <laughs> And would call me every every other day, going, you know, I didn't steal the show, right? I wasn't. I would never do that. I'm just. I, I can't sleep. I haven't eaten in three days. I just the idea of you thinking that I'm a thief, like as opposed to me who well, God just bless did you it. For noticing. Yeah, yeah. I see what you just tried to do there, Aaron. Uh, we're not saying. No, I mean, like I, I'm the snake. I'm the one you got to watch out for. We all know this. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, well, Aaron, Aaron did suggest yesterday that we change the name of the show to Tyrus, Aaron, and the Wise Me. Yeah, I, yeah. And he cut out the cut out the Tyrus part slowly but surely. <laughs> you know, because I I know him and Kevin were plotting yesterday, and I and not EC three. Thank you, You're thank welcome, you man. from the bottom of my heart. He uh, hit the mute button, and we didn't hear from him. The, the first person time. to say where was Tyrus, by the way, is me. Yeah, that thing yeah, because that's how you started. Said, hey guys, no, where's Tyrus? In the studio? Uh, he's no, he's really on. late. Do you think we should start without him? I mean, <laughs> I, <laughs> you think? I, I'm, I just, yeah, I'm just waiting back and uh, observing the scene. No, yeah, and I'm sitting away. in there, and we're doing. Uh, I I can't say the top secret thing that the meeting that I was in, but uh, I was sitting there, kept looking at my watch, going. This shouldn't take this long. Like this is like you know. But and then um, then I got the. I finally looked at my phone and I saw the text messages and I saw that they pulled the plug and I was like, just let him, you know, let him go. And then I thought, I said, who was leading it? And they said, um, it was was the one. Uh, uh, I'm like Kevin or Aaron. 
No. It was like one of the two. And I was like, I knew it. I knew no. it. I knew wait it. a minute. Wait a minute. Now the producers were stooging us all. <laughs> I, I trust I, anybody. Yeah, no, no. It's a nice out. Knives out. No, I'm just. Knives <laughs> yeah, out. We were man. 20 minutes in, and I said, "Yeah, come on." I, I was said, just like, tired. "You guys were 20 minutes in. Let him go. Like, let him go. Like, <laughs> we were honestly. I'm sure. I'm sure Luke could have been negative for the both of us. You know, like, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying. We were waiting you know, for you to just hop in like you normally. Yeah, man, I was trying, man, but I was like, and then I, I didn't even realize what time it was when we got out. It was. It, it just seemed like I was in there a lot longer than I needed to be. And, um, which I was correct. So, you know, it is what it is, but, you know, I appreciate your guys' patience. And again, I apologize for that. Uh, but, no, uh, not necessary. But, uh, yeah, we're, riding, for, we're riding your coattail. It, was, it, was, for, it was for a good cause. Yes. So, you know what uh, they did say, though? Eventually, they said after 30 minutes, they go, he's not showing up. Goodbye, guys. Oh, they did <laughs> it like that. Yeah. So, well, they knew. Yeah. They made uh, it very clear. Kate is ruthless. Kate is ruthless. Like, she's, she doesn't have Dylan's passion for wrestling. No. So she's just like, these are just a bunch of dudes talking at a bar without alcohol. This is boring. Yeah. Pull the plug. I got other things to do. I got guys coming here talking about fiscal responsibilities. You know, <laughs> this is a learned Absolutely. news station. It's not, yep. you know, it's not a locker room. So I, I get it. Yep. But uh, I appreciate Don't you guys. Conversation on the station. Right? Yeah, I feel you. But, uh, you know, well, again, uh, prayers, condolences uh, to the to the family of, of Briscoe. And, um, yes. you know, and uh, it's been a it's been a it's been a tough year. And it just started. So that's the, you know, so, uh, you know, but the good thing is, you know, reach out when you're having a bad time, fellas. I don't have to say it's the ladies because they get it. But uh, fellas, man, you got to do the homie checks. I think that's how we ended today. Do the homie checks. Uh, It doesn't take long because that's another thing, too. No one really talks long on the phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's real quick. You know, it's just like, hey, what's up? It's not like, hey, what are you doing? What are you thinking? Because you'd be like, what? <laughs> you drunk, bro? <laughs> I mean, some, people, some people talk long on the phone. Well, if we got stuff are. to discuss, but I'm just saying, like, it's Saturday. Hey, EC3, what's up? What's going on? How you doing? How you feeling? Uh, what, yeah, are you doing? what are you watching? I'm going to go to this farmer's market. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be cool, man. But uh, how's everything? Good? Yeah, awesome, good. Buddy. All, right. All right. I'll see you Thursday. All right. All right. Cool. See what I'm saying? There's no dragging out, you know? Where yep. Kevin is like, how are you feeling? And I'll be like, click. <laughs> <laughs> he wants yeah. to well, tap yeah. into the emotions, bro. Yeah, yeah, we, we got to work on stuff. All right, for more podcasts like this, just like this, you can check us out at foxnewspodcast.com. EC3, where can they get the narrative? Free, ec3.com. At the real EC3 on all the social. That's it. You'll find it. Trevor, Luke, Aaron, let everybody know where they can reach out. Luke, make sure you tell everybody where they can tune in to see your shows because you got like three hot shows going on right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can check us out on Young Rock on Friday nights on NBC, 7 30 Central Time, 8 30 Eastern Time. Uh, Heel Season 2 is rumored to be. Having some announcements soon, so hopefully we got that going on uh, Stars and Lionsgate. And, man, we got the Wildcat show this weekend. Heavyweight yep. champion Trevor Murdoch's going to be in the house there. Oh, cool. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Be big. Saturday, 
It is. It is, man. Saturday night and bell time, 7 p.m. Doors at 6 p.m. If you want tickets, head over to wildcatsports.com, W-I-L-D-K-A-T, sports.com. And you can follow me on all social media at LukeHawks504, L-U-K-E-H-A-W-X-504. That's how you do it, Aaron. What do you got? Hey, you can find me on Instagram at the Aaron Files. That's T H E one A. By the way, R O N Files. That was horribly uncomfortable, Kevin. The only thing I got is IG. I got rid of the rest of it at Kylie Junior WWE, and every Thursday on the Wiseman. All right, Trevor. You guys catch me at the Real G Murdoch, and of course, just like Luke said this weekend. I'm headed to New Orleans to defend the Wildcat Sports Heavyweight title. All right, and you'll see me on the Fox. All right, fellas, enough said. News Podcasts Network. Hey there, it's me, Kennedy. Make sure to check out my podcast, Kennedy Saves the World. It is five days a week, every week. Download and listen at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.